We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show. We answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about what to do when you can't stay on your own schedule. You know, for a minute, I was like, I'm going to be just like the listeners right now. I don't know what this topic is about. And then I remember what we were talking about earlier. I'm like, okay, I got it. This came out of your intensive, right? Uh, came out of a discussion that you and I had earlier about, about writing topics for the podcast this week. Well, there is that. <laughs> and it was your idea. Thank you, which came out <laughs> of the intensive as I was, a, which wrapped up last week and I got to be a guest, if you will, on your last session. And that was very fun. It yep, was really cool. Totally. So different groups. It was really interesting. I got to jump in on yours and you jumped in at the end of mine. We all talked about very different things. So it was cool. Awesome. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Greg wrote... Bought this 1.29 acre lot up in the mountains of Eastern Blank for $2,259 back in February. Last week, we're going to a nearby city from Pennsylvania. And after ignoring this property for most of a year, been there. We just, right? <laughs> <laughs> ignoring this, he bought it, but he you just forget. didn't get around to sell it. Yeah, you know, Greg. So, story of my life. Now you know, Greg. You see how easy it is to forget what I. Oh yeah, I still own that. Oh yeah. Okay. So anyway, we decided to stop by and uh, take some pictures, do a drone video, dash cam video, and then put up a sign. It was a beautiful sunny day, and I got some great colorful shots from uh, both the ground and from the drone. And so it was cool. He said he put all this in there. This he put the content in there, like uh, the shot. You know, the pictures. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. After four hours, or about four hours after we left, we got a call from a neighbor who had seen our sign and wanted to know our price. We hadn't quite settled on a price, so I told him somewhere around $16,000. He said he was just curious, and local Tennessee folks wouldn't pay that much. But if you could get people from Florida to pay that, if not more, this seemed like an unusual but interesting opinion of the market value of the land in this area. So then the next morning, <laughs> this is so good, I get, what do you pay? You paid 2259 or something like that, right? Let's so, yeah. see. Yeah, 22, wow, I have a good memory, 2259. And he said, I'm selling around 16. So then the next morning, I got a call from another neighbor who was out for her morning walk and saw her sign. She said she lived very close by and was looking for land for her daughter and daughter's husband, both of who live in Florida and want to move to the state. Given the opinion that I got from the local guy, I said that the price is $20,000. She thought about it for a minute and then said yes. We now have a signed purchase agreement and title company working on this. When all is said and done, we will make about $16,000 profit off our 2259 purchase. Although I was really looking forward to working on the listing, I now have nearly completed the deal and no use for any of the pictures of the video I took. <laughs> of course. Isn't that great? So what I learned is one, once you get the property, quickly figure out your initial listing price and do contact the surrounding neighbors. Yep to get a sign in the ground as soon as you can. Three, strike up a conversation with whoever calls and get more helpful info. And four, 
Apparently, some Floridians are moving to this part of the country to escape the heat and humidity, and they will pay more. Escape the heat. Uh-huh. That's so funny. What I, I got it. out of this story is put a sign in there as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a great story. Totally. Today's topic, what to do when you can't stay on your own schedule. This is the meat of the show. Everything starts with great intentions. I just bought, I just spent $800 on a new treadmill. I got a, a really cool used guitar. All good intentions. Mm -hmm. I got a new computer, mm -hmm. all this equipment. I'm going to make my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and there it sits collecting dust inside the boxes yeah. still. I know this from experience. So this can happen to everybody. And, and you know, what do you do? When you just, you have a schedule. So the next step when the, the stuff is still in the boxes is to put a schedule together for me. Like, all right, I'm going to get on the treadmill. I think before you have the equipment, you should have the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't follow it. So, and everybody knows this story. Everyone's nodding their head uh, listening to this. If you're not nodding your head and you're saying, this isn't me, I, I'm always on my schedule and, my, and I'm beautiful and I love my life. This is not the show for you. Huh. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people <laughs> doing that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I must so, fall off the chair. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So, you know, I look to the experts on this, uh, like on everything. And so with any type of... Who are the experts? The people who run Weight Watchers uh -huh. and the people who run AA and the people who run things where there needs to be a schedule or you're going to fail. Hmm. And you maybe need to go to meetings or maybe you need to go uh, get on a scale once a week or whatever it is for you. Maybe you need someone... Uh, because you can't do it yourself like a personal trainer to show up and tell you what to do with that treadmill or a personal, uh, you know, take guitar lessons from somebody who can teach you. You know what an expert to me is? Someone who's kind of been on my shoes and they've done it. They've overcome it. So my point is there's a lot of stuff in my life that mm -hmm. I, I, I can self-teach. I, I have enough self-discipline or enough raw interest or uh, motivation. It? Yeah. Then, but the vast majority of stuff, for whatever reason, I'm very lucky about this running a business and this land thing. Uh, Jill and I are both, we just, we show up for it. Like we were supposed to show up today at a certain time to record these, these uh, shows and, and we do. I don't need somebody looking over my shoulder saying, you really need to record these shows. You're late. Actually, that's probably, <laughs> that's what I am to Jill. <laughs> I just have all these, <laughs> I just have these horrible things going through my head. Like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. It's just hilarious. No, go ahead. I like, tell everybody. Just, could you imagine? If, hey, fatty, get over here. Oh, geez. You know what? I, that would work for me. I need that kind of leadership. I'm serious. Put down the cheeseburger yeah. and show up this tomorrow morning. I had a magic genie on my shoulder. That's every time I <laughs> ate stuff or drank something I shouldn't. Oh. That would work. Anyway. I just need somebody to like knock it out of my hand. <laughs> That's what I need. Here, would you please? Someone can follow me around and knock stuff out of my hand. I'll sign up for that for free, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> so you're going to do that today. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if I cracked a beer after this is all over today and you just smacked I it out of my hand? <laughs> 
we should do that. You know, like Thanksgiving with our friends. Like you watch me going reaching for something. Like a and you're like, glass. And you're like, hit me like I'm a kid. Slap my hand. Like I would just love to see the look on our God. friends' faces like, oh, what just happened? I guess this is the last year with last year at Thanksgiving with Stephen Joel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so flippin' funny. <laughs> yeah, I like the beer thing. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna walk up and just say, "Nope," and I'm gonna hand you a water bottle. <laughs> I swear, Jill. Phil and I are hosting Thanksgiving with a bunch of people at our house because <laughs> we have this new house this year, and that would be so much funny as you say. They, they stage this whole I mean, thing like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. So You've everybody's had like, "Not today." Everybody's like, wow, this to themselves, amongst themselves, is this house, this, this whole thing is not working out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> go, go back to the way it was. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to walk around and put a coaster under everything. Oh, just yeah. Kidding. Just be a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the topic. Can what I jump you, in? What do you do when you can't stay on schedule? Yes, go. Okay. So. I forgot the topic. Okay. This is what this means to me, everyone. We all know staying on schedule on the calendar and la, 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 but, but so first part is you try to do it, but the good, the, the second part is maybe there's a backup plan, not for everything. So this to me became a topic because we were talking the other day at the end of your, um, <clears throat> intensive training program and people were commenting because we had a, at the very end, we brought in our concierge data guy and it was a, it led into Great. Now I know how to do my own mailer. I, I know how to pick areas. We talked about trolling. I know how to price it. And I, the last thing is just now putting it in a schedule and sticking to it. And the good news is this doesn't work for everything. This is probably, it's probably less than 5% that works for it. I'll give you another example. But they said, you know, the good news is now you guys told us about this concierge thing and we got to pick his brain a little bit. If I don't stay on the schedule, I can hire somebody to do it for me. That's the whole thing about the show. I'll stay That's on the, show. the schedule. Now, if only I could do that with the gym. I'm going to show up on Mondays, but on Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm sending in my backup crew <laughs> to the gym. You can do that. But no, but you oh, can't. Oh, you mean no, outsource no, it. That's what I'm saying. I can't you can, outsource. You can hire a trainer. No, but I can have them come to me, things like that. So that maybe, so is that the answer? The answer is if you can't hold yourself accountable, get somebody else that will hold you accountable and or have a backup plan? Question, yeah. question mark. Okay. Yeah, there's two, you're either strong enough to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And most things, we, all of us, including myself, we're not, I'm not disciplined enough to learn how to play the guitar. And actually, honestly, I'm getting to the point where I'm so frustrated about it that I will, I will hire somebody to teach me personally. And it's not cheap and it's not I easy. People. I know. So there's other stuff. I'm, I, for some reason, I was very, very, very comfortable. And uh, it was easy for me to leave my W-2 job after having a side gig and then staying on that disciplinary track to grow the business myself and hire, hire employees and all that. I don't know why. I don't know why it was. Uh, it's not something I struggled with, not even for a day. You know what I think? I think there's a reward. And that reward is what, that's what fuels me. Like, like well, growing money. our business, yeah, that's a bank too. balance is a reward. <laughs> yeah. But for some people, it's not. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you're playing guitar for somebody's friends and learning a song or something, that's a reward. And for you, it's not. So I think there's a, I honestly think if there's a carrot that you can dangle 
it it helps. Yeah. And in business, it's growing your business and maybe hiring, making either making more money and or being able to afford to do this, have people do the work you don't want to do. That could be motivating. Flat out bank balance, whatever it is, you know. I'm sure it's absolutely tied to that. Yeah. Maybe helping people. That's a whole nother thing. I have no trouble showing yeah. up uh, for the land academy, not for buying and selling land, but the, the land academy stuff, none, and following a schedule. Mm -hmm. I, 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 it is reward. Mm -hmm. See? I guess, because I like to teach. Who knows? I don't know why, but showing up for these shows and post and pre-producing them, there's no issues with that or any of the land academy Thursday calls. Mm -hmm. or, it's immediate feedback, so like a reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really enjoy it. If I yeah, knew, maybe it is immediate feedback. Maybe that's it. That's my problem. If I could find a way, every time I go to the gym, I get a piece of German chocolate pie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, you know what? I kind of used to do that. Remember, I used to have a breakfast group. I would work mm -hmm. out and then we go to breakfast afterwards, and I would eat really. I would try to eat really well, and I did. But that was a little bit of a reward. So I don't know. Lots of good ideas we've come up with. So what do you do? And that, that's what the title is, mm -hmm. when you don't stick to the schedule. I lear honestly learned this from my long, long since deceased mother. She uh, was always on a diet, tried everything, uh, always struggled with it. And she uh, told me one time, and she did stick with this for a while. When you fail at something, uh, you can't beat yourself up about it. When you, when you're, you didn't follow the schedule for an entire week, let's say. You can't just say, you know, it's just this, I suck. You can't, that's the last thing you want to say. What you want to do is just forget about it. Have no emotion about it at all and just start it up the next day. I've heard, uh, that's exactly what people I was in, say. in, um, you know, in substance abuse programs or addiction programs of any kind say the same thing. Oh man, mm -hmm. I had a terrible night last night. That should have never done that. I'm, I'm starting over today. Yep. That's exactly how I do it. That's, it's not so much fun and laughing right now, is there? No, no. <laughs> hey, well, no let's talking not about weight loss and substance abuse. I know. Jeez. <laughs> changed pretty quickly. I know. Okay, so we covered all that. Let's before we end the call. Before we end the show, I want to ask. I'm trying to think. What's what do you and I each have in our corners besides your guitar that's collecting dust? I'm trying to think here that we need to work on. Well, no, for me, it's really just that darn guitar. They yell, it looks at me while I'm sleeping. Hmm. It looks at me and says, you failed at this. <laughs> You're failing me. Oh, that's funny. What do I have? I don't know. You know, I'm not, I know what I do. I'm not I know stupid I have, enough to answer I, that question. Have, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do have? I have dumb little, I have like, like things like... Stuff I have like like one bin. You know what it is? I've like it's probably not that bad, really. But I have like one bin of photos and things that need to be put online and stuff that are on a disc. That's kind of my. You know why we're not sitting through. because this is. Uh, we do stuff. Well, yeah, no, you know why this is. We're you know yeah. everybody out there is listening to this saying, "That's it. That's the biggest issues you guys have because like, all of our kids are out of the house." And they're on their way. And all the real big problems that we had for the last 10 or 15 years with everything is we finally got out of it because there's no kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kids. It's not you guys. I promise. Dad just likes to say that a lot. It's really not you. 
Yeah, it is. It's exactly you. No, it's not. You're, you're, it's not you that's the problem. It's your presence. No, you're not dragging us down. Just ignore him. It's fine. We kids want you to come to home. You think these kids listen Please to this? Please come There's home no for chance. Thanksgiving and Christmas. We do really want to see you. Just don't stay that long. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy you can join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Land Academy Shifts into Third Gear for 2022. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Our poor kids. We have one that's half out the door, and we're about to push the other half. <laughs> <laughs> with a foot. No, it's just, I was talking about this with somebody recently. We have, like, if you really line our kids up against other kids, Lucky. they're the greatest kids there ever ever was. They, they're, they just are. Yeah. I don't want to get into why, but they are. And it's nothing but compliments from everybody. And But it's just, the kids, uh, they, just, they just take a lot of time and energy. And, and so by the third one, and they're all four years apart, you know, we've been doing this for, 25 years. Yeah. I'm just done. It's a lot. I understand. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we really do appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>